Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ghibli Minute. After yeah. a hiatus. You can tell I'm re- still recovering from a cold. Mm. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute. It's another way to say that. Today we're talking about Castle in the Sky. Minute 46. Minute 46 starts with Muska giving Pazu some money. And it ends with Shita crying for Pazu. 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 So uh, Muska, true to form, tells Pazu, mm-hmm. Tote yo kitamae. Mm-hmm. Take this money. There's a lot of tamae. tamae. A lot of tamae. In this minute. More tamae. Yeah. So he gives him three, three gold coins. Three gold coins. Is it? Uh, is the exchange rate like three gold coins for, <laughs> like one gold coin for ten pieces of silver? So it works out to thirty. Thirty pieces of pieces silver. Of silver. Like Judas, you know what I'm talking about? You don't yeah. know what I'm talking. About. Judas Iscariot was given thirty pieces of silver to betray Jesus. Oh. So you hear thirty pieces of silver. You're like, <laughs> yeah, you hear that a lot. <laughs> Is that your 30 pieces of silver? You'll hear that, yeah. Okay, now I know. Yeah, now you know to look out for that. Mm-hmm. It's like going on the fourth floor in a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not something you want to do. At least not in Japan or China. So what do you think that emblem on the coins is? Were you able to get a good look at that? Uh, that, it just looks like, you know, the oki kanji? Oki. Oki. Yeah, like the dai. big, yeah, die. Yeah. It looks like that, but like someone drew it weirdly. With like curving up. Yeah, oh. like they, they drew like 10 and then they like added two legs at the end. Oh. I thought it looked a little bit like the fleur de lis. You know what I'm talking about? Wikipedia says the fleur de lis is a stylized lily. Oh, that. I know what you're talking about. That is used as a decorative design or motif in many of the Catholic saints of France, particularly St. Joseph, are depicted with a lily. Mm -hmm. Since France is a historically Catholic nation, the fleur de lis became at one and the same time religious, political, dynastic, artistic, emblematic, and symbolic, especially in French heraldry. And the fleur de lis is represented in Unicode at U plus 269C. In the miscellaneous symbols block. And there you go. So does this, I mean, it's... Is it like the country? Is it supposed to be kind of like a France feel? Oh, like the area? The whole milieu, yeah. I can kind of see it. Like the castles, the villages. Yeah, we know he likes... Well, this was supposed to be based on Wales a yeah, little bit. Wales. But he likes he likes pre-World War One Germany a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Miyazaki does. Split the difference that you got France, right? <laughs> right in the middle, right there. <laughs> right. I guess, yeah. So as as Muska is leaving and Paz just stands there stunned. Yeah, I get three gold coins for letting my friend be, for letting you take my friend. Okay. Yeah, he's still he's making that calculation. Kind of, he's trying to figure out how that makes sense. He's like, he's like ten. Okay, one gold coin is ten silver coins. This Muska gave me three pieces of silver. No. It's while that's going on that guard. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's just continuing to write. Just doodling. He's like, 
Ooh, Margaret, you will not believe what just happened. <laughs> right? Yeah. He does a good job of like keeping his cool, like yeah. pretending he's not interested, but he's writing down everything that's happening yeah, at the like, same time. His like eyebrow raises, but he's still like writing. He's like, oh, I got to spill the tea in this letter. Spill the tea? Yeah, that's... That's a phrase that's going around. That's slang for... For... Spilling the beans. Uh-huh. Dishing. Yeah. Spilling the tea. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Pazu walking out the gates of yep. the castle. The guard outside reminds me of like the Wizard of Oz. The guards in the Wizard of Oz. Outside of... Oh. Outside of Emerald City. I think so, yeah. Oh, Is it Emerald City? It's the Emerald City, right? Yes, it oh, is. Or is that the? That's not the Wicked Witches guards, right? The that flying that monkeys. No, I think I think it's Emerald City's guards. Okay, I can't remember which ones are. Remember the ones that outside Mister Burns' castle or mansion, rather. <laughs> that sing that same song, but with lyrics. Uh huh. All we own, we own. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was when I first saw this shot, I was wondering how. Because you don't see the fort behind the gate. No. Until like a couple seconds later. So I was like, oh, wow, how far outside? They but then you see it like in the next shot almost. Or yeah. two shots later. Mm-hmm. And then he's running. to This town is like right outside the fort, do we think? It's like he's running away from the yeah. gate. And they cut to another view and he's running towards the town. Uh-huh. Is that an immediate cut? There's no time in between? I think it's immediate. Yeah. Because he's still running. And I mean, you can run that far, but... Not at the same pace. He's got like the exact same pace, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. But why would you also run willingly? <laughs> like the whole way, yeah. Yeah. I'm just lazy, so... Yeah. If it was like several hours later or something... He would be... He would at least... Be slower. Yeah. Yeah. Even like a more even, like deliberate, yeah. okay, this is a long distance, I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah. But he's he's still like sprinting. Mm-hmm. Anything else about the town? The town? It's it's quaint. There's like a a bell tower yeah. for a church. Yeah, we see a church. We don't see yeah. a cross, of course. No. Okay. That was one thing when my uh when I was uh when my parents came to visit me when I was living mm-hmm. in Japan. Yeah. My dad was like after a couple of days like, Oh, I finally figured out what was bugging me about like the scenery mm-hmm. like the cityscape well, every time i look over this like a cityscape there are no steeples oh yeah i was just thinking about the 13 year old boy who was like an advocate for christianity back in the edo period who died oh really yeah he was like really young <laughs> i can't remember his name though in the edo period yeah before they isolated oh really yeah 13 years old i think he was 13 i like, don't know this story early teens yeah it's like a a church where like that that riot took place like in memory of him and like his other disciples or whatever there was a riot yeah because the tokugawa shogunate was like i don't like this christianity thing and there are people rioting at a certain spot for oh. like freedom of religion or whatever oh so he had guards go and like burn it and like kill people <laughs> to stop the spread of Christianity. And then like he had like 
pe- like people test other people if they were Christians. So he would have like um, a picture of like the Virgin Mary or Jesus like on a gold plate and like put yeah, it on yeah, the ground yeah. and force them to like step on it. Yeah, it actually came up. So I'm continuing to read the uh, Gulliver's Travels, mm-hmm. and I did get to the part where he goes to Japan. Ooh, and that was the one thing that featured in that. Like he was, uh, he had a letter of introduction. To the emperor from, you know, one of the, the kings in one of his mm-hmm. made-up places. Right. And um, he asked as a favor if he could forego the test that all the Dutch sailors had to do of treading on the cross. So mm-hmm. It became like a big thing where all the the other... He passed himself off as Dutch to get on like a Dutch ship going back to Europe. And all the Dutch were, like, the other sailors were kind of suspicious because they didn't see him pass that test. Ooh. They're like, what's up with this dude? So we can't really see clearly. There's some animals in a field there. Yeah. Are they goat cows? We're pretty certain they're They're goat cows. <laughs> what else would they be, right? Yeah. And then we cut to a shot outside of Sheeta's tower. Yep. And Muska is just standing behind her. And then we get, he puts the necklace around her. He gives her back the necklace. Like how, how smart is that? Would you do that? Like, Well, she's the only one that can activate it. Yeah, but like she could remember the spell on her own without the necklace. And when she gets it, you're like, okay, now that you remember it, here it is. Or does she need it to remember? What's the problem of giving her the necklace though? I don't know. I feel like. If she found, like, an escape route, then you would lose her and the necklace. I guess, but you need both. Yeah, but if you had one. I don't know. It's kind of, uh, the thing that struck me was that it's like a repeat of the, who was it? Was it Sheeta that oh, put Shita it around Paz's neck on, before? Yeah. So it's kind of a repeat of that. You know, it's a little. It's a little. It's a little intimate. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right? Right. She's kind of skeevy in this scene yeah i yeah i'd probably slap musco's hand away and be like i can do it myself stop yeah yeah she just continues to look out i like the uh she puts her head down in her hands i really love the uh the animation of her hand Mm. like as she's sobbing she's got kind of like a grip like she like yeah yeah She's got clutching at the windowsill. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's emotional. Yeah. I think Muska, like, their subtitles say, Muska says, if you keep your promise, you too shall be free. Yeah. I don't know. The Japanese. Yeah. Yakusoko sai hataseba, kimi mo jiyu ni nareru. And so if you keep your promise, or if you fulfill your promise, you'll be free. You too will be free. Works. I think it's yeah, yeah. I guess using Pazu as an example, Tushita. Yeah, so it kind of works out two ways for him, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, he gets him out of the way. Number yeah, two, he gets rid of him. Number two, he serves as an object lesson mm-hmm. for Shita. Yeah, but the word like promise is also like Pazu yelling at Shita. You, we made a promise. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> So what are you saying? She's already tru- proven that she's she can't she breaks promises. Yeah, that she breaks promises. Muska should yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> should take that as a warning sign. Yeah, like mm, look out. She, she ducks out of arguments 
by just saying sayonara. Mm-hmm. She breaks promises. Yeah. A lot of she, warning signs here. I mean, she lies. La puta? Huh? Uh, la puta? It doesn't ring any bells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of warning signs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind when... Uh, when dealing with Shita. <laughs> yeah. Well, when Dola makes a certain comment later in the week. Oh. <laughs> some counter arguments that could to be made against her. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um... When Muska's giving Pazu the coins, he grabs Pazu by the wrist, which is kind of... Yeah, he takes his hand just yeah. to make sure that the the coins fall in there. Yeah. I don't know. The connotation of grabbing someone by the wrist is so... It's, like, forceful. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the times when you see people grab other people by the wrist, it's, like, it's because they're resisting or that, like, you, like, are forcing them somewhere. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's my comment. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, Pazo in that instance, he seems, you know, he's stunned. He seems like he's lost all volition. So he's, yeah. He's just kind of a puppet being manipulated by Musco most of all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's rough. Poor Pazu. Yeah. Poor Pazu. It's heartbroken. Mm. That's all I have. Okay. We'll see you next time on, on Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. Minute.